folks, welcome back to another episode of Coffee, Tea, and Crime. Today, we're going to be looking at part two of Brothers in Blood, A Nightmare in Richmond. September 30th, a 62-year-old lady named Mary Wilfall, she was a private duty nurse, and she was heading back to her uh, apartment over on Wythe. Now, I don't know how the brothers knew her, or maybe they didn't, maybe they just, as they were prone to do, they just picked her out at random, but she's walking up to her apartment door all three of the brothers as far as I know I don't know if their little buddy was with them or not but they got her there at the front door and Linwood beat her to death with a baseball bat the brothers then went in the apartment and took everything of value that they wanted Now, according to the ME's report, the cause of death was lacerations of the brain, multiple skull fractures, blunt injury to the head. Now, Miss Wilfong, she lived long enough to be taken to the hospital where she died. He also lists the place of the attack or place of the injuries as the sidewalk. Five days later, on October 5th, 1979, and this is just two blocks away from where the brothers lived on 4th Avenue, they bum-rushed a 75-year-old lady named Blanche Page. Now, she had a fellow who was a boarder. He was renting a room from her. He was 59 years old. His name was Charles Garner. Now, Miss Page was bludgeoned to death. Mr. Garner, he was stabbed to death with what they're describing as various weapons. Now, they used a baseball bat on Miss Page and there were five knives and a pair of scissors and a fork impaled into the back of Mr. Garner. Now, the M.E. on Miss Page said the cause of death was acute head injuries and blunt force. Now, the M.E.'s estimating interval between... Uh, The start of the attack and death was seconds to minutes. And that was over at 3109 Fifth Avenue. Now on October 19th, the Briley's, Linwood, Anthony, and James, and then Eric, they were all over at the Briley's house there at 3117 Fourth Avenue. Now, they were over there drinking and smoking marijuana. And they were going to do a home invasion robbery on a fella 
named Harvey Wilkerson. Now, Harvey just lived just a little ways from the Briley's house. Now, when they leave the house, they're, they loaded up in the car, Linwood's driving. James has got the shotgun and a 22 caliber pistol, and that's what Linwood's got. So they drive over there, park near the Mr. Wilkerson's house, and they went and they hid in a shed across the street from the house, and they waited for some people to leave that were standing out front. Now James and Linwood, they go into residence first, and then right after that, Anthony and Eric go in. Now we're getting this information from Eric because as I told you in the first episode, Eric decided it was better to be a witness for the state than a visitor to the electric chair. Now according to Eric said when him and Anthony got in there, Mr. Wilkerson and his girlfriend, Judy Barton, they'd already been tied up with electrical tape around their arms and legs. They had gags in their mouth. Now, Miss Barton's five-year-old child was laying on the floor, but now he wasn't tied up. Now, according to Eric, Anthony and James, they went upstairs searching. I don't know what they were looking for, drugs, or I don't know if they were selling drugs at that location or if they just thought they was. Either way, Eric said that Linwood, he took Miss Barton into the kitchen. Linwood raped her. Now, Eric said he then went in the kitchen and he raped Miss Barton. And then, James came down, went in the kitchen, and he raped her. Now, Linwood then took Miss Barton and drug her into a room, same room the husband was in and the son. Now, they took a sheet and they covered Mr. Wilkerson and Miss Barton and then they executed Mr. Wilkerson and Miss Barton with gunshots. My understanding is Linwood did Miss Barton and Eric. They told Eric he was going to have to get him one, is what they said. So Eric said he got a pillow and he put it over Wilkerson's, Mr. Wilkerson's head. And he cranked off around. And then there were more shots. Now Eric says he ran out of the house after that. He doesn't know which one shot the little boy. But somebody headshot that little five-year-old. Now the police had been conducting surveillance in the area on the brothers. Now they didn't know they didn't know the brothers were just a few blocks away committing a home invasion robbery. But now they were close enough that they heard the gunshots. They actually saw the some males running down the street they didn't associate one with the other now according to the ME 
Mr. Wilkerson died as a result of gunshot wounds to the head. Actually, one gunshot wound to the head. Now, Miss Barton, Emmy said she died of gunshot wounds to the head. Now, the little five-year-old, his name was Harvey Barton. He died as a result of a gunshot wound to the head. October 22nd, 1979, the police lock up the three brothers and their little buddy. Now, James and Linwood, they get death sentences. Anthony, he gets life plus 139 years. And little Eric, he got something like life plus 100 years. And obviously, as I've mentioned earlier, Eric testified against the, the brothers. He is not a He's definitely a bad person, but now his testimony made sure that the three brothers got what was coming to them. And now the story doesn't end there. Because in May 1984, in fact, I believe it was May 31st, 1984, the two brothers that were on death row, them and four other death row inmates, escaped from maximum security at the Mecklenburg prison there right on the Virginia line with North Carolina. Now from what I read and saw it was the first time that death row inmates had ever escaped. Now the word is is from this resource material that after they had overpowered some guards and tied them up, the two brothers, Linwood and James, they poured, uh, put lighter fluid on some of the guards and were going to incinerate them. And now some other death row inmates stepped in and stopped them. Wouldn't let them do it. And they were going to rape a little female nurse that was in there. It was medicine day. So she got taken hostage and they were going to rape her, but some death row inmates stepped in and stopped that too. So anyways, the six of them dressed in prison guard uniforms. And I'm not going to go into all the details. It's an interesting story. It, and it just by itself would be an episode on how they got out of this maximum security prison. Especially in the wing that's reserved for, for death row inmates. Well, anyways, long story short, they all got loose, the six of them, and they all got caught. Now, the two brothers, they got caught. 19 days later. But now I'll tell you something, that 19 days, the city of uh, Richmond was in lockdown mode because they had police guarding the judges and police officials and anybody they could think of 
that the brothers might decide they wanted to get revenge on. So the city was in a panic. Now allegedly when they called the governor and told him that six of his death row inmates had be bopped right out of his maximum security prison, the death row unit, and he looked and figured out how long it had been from the time they escaped till he got the call. They said he was upset. Head of security for the prisons he supposedly, all he could do was utter a few curse words and think about the fact he was getting ready to get fired. Now, they had everybody with a badge and a gun on the Virginia and North Carolina side looking for these inmates. Now, the two brothers... They didn't stop in Richmond. They went all the way up to Philly. And they're hanging out with an uncle of theirs that's got a... got a garage up there. Now the police and the FBI are like one step behind them the whole way. And then they were monitoring phone calls of family members and whatnot and friends. That's how they finally figured out where they were at. So the FBI, they start setting up surveillance, them and the Philadelphia police. Well, then the FBI, they even send an informant in there to just try to confirm if they're in there because they don't want to hit this place if the brothers ain't in there. So on June 19th, the FBI goes storming the building and they caught the two brothers. They were barbecuing chicken over a charcoal fire in an alley. So as you might guess, they uh, were sent back to the death row unit Everybody breathed a sigh of relief. Now, Linwood, he got executed first. And I believe that was October the 12th, 1984. Now, he got executed specifically for the murder of the disc jockey, Johnny G. And James, he was executed on April 18th, 1985. Now, as far as I know, Anthony's still in prison. Now, I don't know about Eric. Now, they, about 2019 or so, the, some of the prosecutors and were asking the parole board to let Eric go since he'd been in prison for quite a while and he'd done so much to help them put the brothers in prison. I don't know how, what came of that, because I'll be honest with you, I, I got nothing for the three brothers or, or for Eric, not for all the misery they caused and the people they killed. But boy, they, 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 there couldn't be much of a meaner bunch than, than the four of them. 